0: Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. And then it falls to the military to carry out that objective. You know, stay in your fucking lane. I mean, you don't get all the way down to, you know, and and uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, there's some people who it's good that Trump isn't aware of them because if he were, he'd be pardoning a lot more people, you oh, yeah. know, who have done some of this shit. You know, well, I look mean, at the
1: reverse, man. Um, the guy's name, um, I, I'm trying to remember, Bergdahl, Bo, Bo Bergdahl. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. is a perfect example of the inverse of that. Bo Bergdahl. Abandoned his post. He was AWOL in Afghanistan. I mean, I, I know the whole story because um, Serial, the second season of Serial, which is uh, an NPR podcast, did did it in depth and did it an excellent job of what happened and why it happened and, and like why he left. But he ended up getting captured by the Taliban and was held for over a year mm-hmm. and ended up getting released. Like we exchanged Bo Bergdahl for like four or five other um Taliban members and, of mm-hmm. course, like the, the the war hawks in this country were like, oh, you shouldn't have released him, yada, yada, yada. You know, this was not a fair trade, all this other bullshit. And when he was on trial to find out whether or not he should basically go to jail for life or be killed because of deserting his country, Trump had something to say about it. You know, like, oh, this guy is a traitor. This guy is a traitor, not knowing the full story. But not yeah. only that, not realizing that Bo Bergdahl is a – like irreplaceable fountain of Intel knowledge because he has seen the inner workings of how the Taliban works from behind the scenes that nobody else has seen. And like, he's too busy trying to get his fan base all fired up that he, that nobody bothered to think about anything like that. Instead of just saying like, Hey, why don't we give him a a, a slap on the wrist and we don't say anything about it. And then we keep this guy as an Intel asset. No, of course it has to be a big fucking public show because Trump's too busy jerking off his, like psychotic fan base instead of worrying about what's actually best for the country. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's just my two cents on it. What do I know? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about this shit.
0: (laughs) Well, it's just unfortunate that, you know, this guy is is such a disaster. You know, I mean, in fact, I was thinking to myself just the other day. And, you know, some of this is based on, you know, what I heard years ago. But, I mean, I wonder when the last time he actually got an intelligence briefing is.
1: You know, I mean, he didn't like him. He, know, kicked, he like, kicked everybody out. I don't think he does yeah. get intelligence briefings, unfortunately. Like,
0: <sighs> well, you know, uh, you say unfortunately, but, you know, it, it, this guy, do you really want him getting intelligence briefings? I mean, no. that's probably a negative. I mean, one of the things that I think is so unfortunate One of the many things that I think is unfortunate um, is that he is so incredibly unfit for the job. He is unqualified for the job. Um, A lot of the people that he has appointed are totally unqualified. I mean, and even in cases, excuse me, even in cases where Senate confirmation has been required, you know, the Senate has approved a bunch of people who aren't qualified for this guy. And, you know, as if things were it, 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 as if it wasn't bad enough, you know, things going off the rails. He's just yeah. been emboldened, uh, you know, since the impeachment. But maybe the worst thing of all, you know, and this is something that has sort of manifest itself here three years in, you know, is that anybody who was reasonable or who had their wits about them, or was qualified, at this point, they've decided to get out. You know, they've resigned. They've, they're they not involved anymore, you know, and a whole bunch of people fall into that category. Yeah. And so, you know, who do you have left? Basically, a bunch of sycophants and lickspittles and toadies who will do whatever in the hell he tells them to. You know, I mean, and it it took him, admittedly, it took him a while to find people who would just do whatever in the hell he he told them. I mean, at one point there were people who, you know, he'd say things and and they're like, well, we're just going to ignore this. And, you know, he'll forget by tomorrow. And, you know, because this shit here isn't cool. You know, I remember that was one of the things with, um Rex Tillerson, you know, he, you know, well, all right, Mr. President, I understand that you want to do this, that, or the other thing, but you see, that's illegal, you know, <laughs> so you can't do it, you know, but it, I mean, did Trump give a fuck about what was legal and not, of course not, you know, it was what he wanted to do. You know, he didn't see why in the hell he couldn't do it. And that's the way that he has operated his entire life, yeah. you know, but he's basically gotten a pass. From everybody. I mean, his dad bailed him out, you know, before his dad passed away and you know, then he inherited great wealth. And that great wealth has sort of in many cases served to insulate him. Or, you know, if there has been something that has, you know, like Trump University or, you know, uh, the, the <laughs>
1: charities. Stuff, Trump you know? Airlines, yeah. Trump Stakes, you know, all that other yeah. bullshit that he. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah but I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm using the
1: charity and
0: uh, the diversity as specific examples of where he ran afoul of legality and, you know, was forced to pay a fine. And, you know, they're not going to let this guy run a charity ever again on account of, you know, what he did. I mean, you're basically stealing kids cancer money and shit. And, you know, I mean, it's like, damn, I mean, as opposed to simply The failed business of Trump steaks and Trump airline, you know, Mm -hmm. which there is no shortage because, you know, he's he's really a lousy business person. Yeah. So. And and yet, uh, you know, here he is. And, uh, you know, it's it's his presidency, I believe, is a reaction to the Obama presidency. And because there are people out there who are totally dedicated to this guy and it is terrifying. You know, I mean, yeah. they, it, they and, and they will contort themselves in an effort to believe that he is a good guy, that he is a smart guy, that he is a tough guy, that he is a patriotic guy, you know, when he's none of these things.
1: They do it all like in this weird, like little song and dance, like the Obama administration and presidency was so bad for them that this is somehow – the balance this is somehow balancing it all out like they somehow got some sort of raw deal when he was president which is just utter nonsense yeah. and like i mean
0: yeah as if they really did you know i yeah. mean you know what it was is they just didn't like the fact that this guy was black yeah you know much. and he continued to be black the whole time and it's like what the fuck he's still black
1: oh yeah. shit you know <laughs> well that's fucked up In one of the is- things that i want to want to do here and i and i'm sorry to, to interrupt you there Julie. No, no, no. but want to welcome everybody uh guys we're going to do a little bit of a different intro um for the diner it's like you just walked in hey welcome join us sit down order some pancakes it's myself <laughs> it's ulysses e campbell it's uh i think mc brooks is here he was on mute uh, mc you there yeah i'm here sweet we're all here we're talking politics right now at the diner but no we're going to use that as a pivot point Because we've talked about somebody who's in charge right now who thinks they're untouchable, thinks they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, and that there are no repercussions about it. Well, this is being mirrored right now in the sports world, in the political world. Unfortunately, right now he can do whatever he wants. Um, Hopefully that changes soon. But what we're seeing right now is in baseball, Major League Baseball has brought the hammer down. On the Houston Astros for their leadership, thinking that they can do whatever they want and the rules don't apply to them. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that because we got to talk about this a few weeks ago. Uh, We had a little bit of a break um, between podcasts, but now we've got Yuli on. Yuli's going to join us and he'll give his two cents on all this Houston Astros cheating nonsense. But also, too, since that has happened, even more stuff has come out. The owner, Jim Crane of the Houston Astros, has talked to the media. And boy, does he sound like an asshole. Like, we are going to talk about (laughs) all of that. We're going to talk about some of the things that we've been watching on TV. MC Brooks and I have been wanting to talk about season two of uh, the Netflix series You. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about just all things geeky, nerdy, all those things that you guys love hearing on uh, the diner here on GGR Pirate Radio. So without further ado, let's go ahead and kick this podcast off. We're starting right now. Carrying a weapon on, you
0: know a lot of you are. I ain't stepping out of shit, on my paper to well, Do you mind if I look around the car a little bit? When well, my glove is falling, it's not so with trunk in the back. And I know my price, right, so you gon' need a wall for that. Aren't you sharkers attack. Give me some type of law or some somebody. listening to ggr pirate radio don't be a juice bag you're listening to the diner on ggr pirate radio
1: it's leaf clover make a wish wish you weren't so fucking awkward bud three two
2: The Empire is no longer, and the best star has returned. When one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. This is called Pilot Radio. And he feels it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking out the window at somebody coming in.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. My name is Mike Lunsford and welcome to another episode of The Diner here on GGR Pirate Radio. Guys, we're going back to what we were talking about on our last episode, and that is the Houston Astros uh, and their cheating scandal. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're also going to go into, I mean, this is our first podcast back since after the Super Bowl, so I want to talk a little bit about how that all played out. Um, Our prophetic prediction was true because Andy Reid, I, I, I kid you not, we made the joke about the Andy Reid pancake hamburger. And <laughs> as soon as they won that Super Bowl, what did he say? He's like, I'm, I'm going to go order the biggest hamburger I might order, too. And I texted MC Brooks immediately, and I was like, dude, we called it like
2: we, were, <laughs> we called this before it
1: even happened. Um, I just mentioned his name. He is live at Katsukon, which is down in the Inner Harbor, the Inner Harbor. That's in Baltimore. Uh, National um, Harbor. National yeah. Harbor. <laughs> national harbor in uh, dc he's at the the gaylord well actually it's uh, in maryland <laughs> yeah. yeah it is maryland technically i'm, I'm home too oh you're home oh i thought you were still there okay knowing well, knowing you were still down there nobody would have <laughs> known <laughs> yeah exactly yeah anyways here's mc brooks
2: <laughs> yeah i'm here <laughs> not at not a Katsucon, con but will be in two hours
1: oh oh if you're going
0: back oh it's that kind of party Oh, you're going to have some sex, huh?
1: (laughs) I guess we're not mincing words on this podcast.
2: (laughs) The the after dark part started early.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I, I saw you there in your tights, man. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Green Lantern.
1: (laughs) So as you can hear, we also have a third person joining us on the podcast you know him you love him he's been on the show many times he's one of our favorite guests he's also the guy who did that awesome intro for us uh, that you heard on the podcast he is the host of fantastic forum which you can check out on wera every saturday at 4 p.m which is wera.fm or if you're in the arlington listening area it's 96.7 on your fm dial his name is ulysses e campbell well thank you for
0: that stirring introduction Mr. of course for Always a pleasure to be here.
1: We appreciate you being on the show, man. And I know that you were you you were upset that you didn't get to join us this first time that we talked about the
0: Astros. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm a Yankees fan. You know, now I'm starting to think, oh, we should have beaten them a bunch of times. (laughs) They were cheating. That that explains it.
1: (laughs) Right. I wanted to I wanted to kind of pass the mic, so to speak, to to MC because he has been kind of my point man on this story because all things that have come up with this because as I mentioned on on a previous podcast, I did just get recently promoted at work. So like the amount of time that I'm allowed to s- uh, spend on my cell phone looking at stuff while I'm at work has dwindled severely because now – you know, I have to look responsible and look like I know what I'm doing. So I can't really be doing that too much. <laughs> so MC has been keeping me posted on all this stuff, man. Since we last talked, last we talked, we really just went off on the Astros in general and how how smug and sanctimonious, which is like now my like new favorite word to use. They were in general about like, oh, well, you know, we just play baseball the right way. And then it all got revealed that they're just completely full of shit. Um, there've been a lot of big news stories that have broken. Like there's a, there's a lawsuit The the, the um, there's an interview with the uh, former general manager, uh, AJ Hinch. Um, there was an interview with their owner, Jim Crane, give us kind of a rundown on, on what you know, uh, as far as what's going on with the Astros right now.
2: So you remember how b- the first time we spoke about this, we were joking about how there just seemed to be new stuff coming out literally every day leading up to when we did the podcast. You know, then it kind of it kind of died down for a bit. You know, kind of those last couple of days uh, up until we recorded it, and then it was kind of dead ish for a bit, and then just out of nowhere, just like, oh wait, there's more. And I, I to be honest, I'm I'm not even sure where to start. I mean, uh, you, I mean you had the you had Hinch who gave the uh gave the interview for some reason, uh, with, uh, I think it was with ESPN and even within it still kind of not admitting to any wrongdoing, you know, just being like, Hey, yeah, we broke the rules. Well, what rules did you break? Uh, we, we just broke the rules. And yeah. I mean, it, yeah, that, uh, you had the, the, uh, uh, the, what was it? The spring training intro, uh, Interviews the other day, I think there yeah. were, yeah, you had a couple of players
1: like half half ass apologies that they gave.
2: Bregman and um, Altuve gave statements, and I mean it. I mean that like whoever their PR person should probably be fired. I mean there's a lot. You had 25 days to to, to come up with something, and that's that's the effort you put out. A, uh, a minute statement from Bregman. It doesn't really say anything. Correa, uh, um, excuse me, not Correa, Altuve giving an interview in his second language, also not really saying much of anything. And no one one admitting to any kind of cheating or or wrongdoing. It was just like, I'm sorry for the sanctions that baseball put on us, which doesn't really tell you anything. because It doesn't sound like a genuine I'm sorry, because you're not even admitting to doing anything wrong to begin with. And they, they won't name it. They won't do anything. So like the, the whole thing really just comes off like a, like, like a sham. Oh, and I actually, I just remember one other thing too. Um, this is uh, one of the things I sent you the other day, Mike, that uh, baseball, when they did their report, you know, they, they said, you know, Hey, you know, this was, this is all the, just the players, you know, that's it. It was just, just, you know, it was just, players there's no 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 one from upper management or staff who knew anything well wall street journal wall street journal published something the other day i was like oh hey guess what they started doing this in 2016 yeah under the name codebreaker breaker <laughs> and it was it, you know several high-ranking people in the front office uh, they, they were kind of in on it they 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 they, they, they knew something it, it they 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 had something on their books that they called codebreaker uh, and, and another thing also called the Dark Arts, which also was oh. I guess another name for one of the various systems that they used, whether it was the the trash can or the whistling system or perhaps even the buzzer system that yeah you know we kind of yeah we kind of don't really see it's, it's, it certainly seems like that may be the case. But we don't
1: just, know what what gets me about this the most, which really just drives me absolutely nuts is they've been caught. They know they've been caught. We know they've been caught, but they still won't admit to anything. And they're playing this bullshit game of like, well, you know, sub- supposedly like the, the the friggin owner of the Astros, like his response. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. but basically, like. He's like, it could have impacted the games, but he's like, he's like, bottom line is we still won the World Series. Like, motherfucker, what? Like, you guys cheated. We know you cheated. We saw you cheated. And then you're just like, yeah, but we still
2: won. Like, like that makes it any better. Did you hear him contradict himself in like within a minute of saying that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he even yeah. said, our opinion is, is that it didn't impact
1: the game. When pressed on exactly what he meant, Crane said, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. He had, of course, 60 seconds earlier. <laughs> like, but, like, and I got to say, like, here, this is something Carlos Correa, their shortstop, the Astros shortstop said, and I quote, it was definitely an advantage. Like, <laughs> at least he's admitting, at least he's saying, like, yeah, you know what? We, we took this thing and it gave us an advantage. And, like... I understand the whole gamesmanship of baseball like, you know, you 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 take every advantage you can get. But when you're doing something like that, that gives you a distinct advantage at your home stadium only. And you have to basically set up a whole bunch of extra like technological things to do it. There's a really bad precedent that's set there, but also too, the more and more this gets unraveled. Doesn't this remind you we, – we talked about this la- the last time. Doesn't this kind of remind you of the Ray Rice situation with the NFL where, like, Goodell was trying to wash his hands of the whole thing being like, oh, we never had the tape. We just now saw it. And then we found out that he had had the tape for months. And, like, it, it's – there's this propensity that all these sports leagues have to try to hide this stuff and, like, keep it under wraps because, oh, it will give the sport a black eye. But, like – You literally could have just shut the Astros down and been like what what, uh, college football did when there were scandals is, okay, so these guys are fired. Not only that, you guys can't make the postseason for two years. Not only that, we're stripping you of this much money. Not only that, we're taking, you know, all the award money you guys got for winning the World Series and winning the uh, American League pennant. Like all the literally take away all the incentives that they got, because how many national championships were vacated by teams because of cheating scandals. Mm. Why can't that be done with Major League Baseball?
0: Well, I suppose it could, but you know, I mean, I guess that year nobody wins the World Series. Exactly. You
2: know? I would, I mean, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I've I've been of the opinion that you know you don't you don't you don't strip it and give it to the Dodgers or the Yankees or, or no. anyone else. You just no 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 one won in 2017.
0: Yeah, okay, well, hell, you know, the Yankees got plenty. You know, we don't need to get well,
2: one. Yeah, one, <laughs> yeah, you guys don't
0: need to no, get. We don't need more one. championships. Yeah, but, not, not like a but, little bullshit championship. That yeah. that's worse than the asterisks that the asterisks have there.
2: <laughs> but like, I, I I am of the I I do think that they should have it vacated. Be, yeah, because at, at, at this point baseball look they look bad on every level you tried to tell us it was just the players and we we know we know at this point not only was it just wasn't was it not just the players but it was the front office you tried to tell us oh you know they just did it that one year in 2017 no they, they between 2016 and now they've been using this yeah it no, they, did it, out, they but,
0: did it last season okay yep. That that in fact that's that's how the Yankees well hell the Yankees have been victimized by this a couple of times in 2017 when they won that championship and then just now you know because and this is this is horrible but Altuve hits that walk off in game six and then and this this when I heard this this was damning apparently and I haven't seen the video but you know when he gets home. Apparently, he's warning his teammates not to rip off his jersey as he is getting the home plate. And then he runs into the clubhouse and changes shirts. You know, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then tries to come up with some bullshit
1: story. He's like, oh, my wife didn't want me ripping my shirt. That's a that's a
2: fucking lie.
0: That's like, oh, you don't want anybody to see the buzzer. (laughs) up under your shirt is what you're talking about. Right.
2: That's crazy. I That's saw gross. I saw a really good video by someone who like who analyzes speech for a living, and they basically said like, hey, here, Altuve hey. like in that in that interview did the three things that pretty much indicate that you're lying. The first thing, acting like you didn't hear the question when you absolutely did because you're trying to buy yourself more time to come up with an answer. Uh, when the second thing, chuckling, uh, when giving your answer, chuckling. Like, ha-ha-ha-ha, yeah, blah blah blah, and you know, before you spew out whatever, whatever it is, and then the third thing is obviously saying something that doesn't make much sense, but just giving an answer for the sake of giving an answer, mm-hmm. because nothing he said in that post game, uh, as far as why he, why he had to go into the the locker room to to take mm-hmm. to take the shirt, th- come on, you know, you mean they give me uh, because oh because he gave oh that's that's that that was the thing he gave two reasons he he gave he, it was some other thing and then he's like oh yeah you know I got in trouble with my wife like all right sure jan like yeah, right. sure jan <laughs> like you can like you players get new jerseys printed all the time we see it in every sport if you're if you're if your jersey gets ripped guess what you probably have like 10 more and between then and the uh, game one of the world series guess what they'll probably just print you another one if you don't well, so like well, that whole thing is that that whole thing is nothing. Brooks, like, on top be, of that,
0: yeah. on top of that, look at the situation. You've just hit the walk off home run that has won your team the pennant. Okay, it's like <laughs> you're running into the locker room. You know, instead of celebrating out there on the field with your yeah. teammates, you're going to World Series. Oh my right. God, we just beat the Yankees. Oh my God. Oh wait, I gotta go change my shirt. <laughs> <It's> right. like <laughs> – you don't whoever hit a home run to win the pennant and goes to the clubhouse and 20 seconds later comes right. out in a different shirt
1: <laughs> you know i was just i was just thinking about this too do you know what this does to baseball though like one it, it it's going to raise a lot of questions but two the hatred that everybody has for their rivals Red Sox fans hating Yankees, the Yankees, Yankees fans hating the Red Sox, Um, everybody hating the Yankees Um, like that's (laughs) that's going to shift because the bad guys are now the Astros, the The (laughs)
0: asterixes.
1: the Asterix. Yeah, exactly. Because what ends up happening is is like I've never in my life ever felt this in my and I don't even I feel weird saying these these words, but I feel bad for the Yankees. And I've never felt bad for the Yankees. Like that's normally my, my gut reaction is like eh, fuck 'em. But like <laughs> they got screwed yeah. because they had a good oh. squat and like twice. Yeah, Twice they, they got screwed. They got mm-hmm. screwed, but like the Dodgers, like let me tell you, on the this Dodgers very really got screwed. On these very airwaves, me and MC, we made fun of us, we made fun of the Dodgers, something something fierce. Like man, they talked a lot of shit and like it was gratifying beating them. You know, but like now like think think about that just for like a quick second here. Clayton Kershaw, one of the best pitchers of our era, has a, a notorious Luck streak when it comes to the to the playoffs. In two instances, he played teams that were associated with this cheating scandal and got lit up. The Red Sox and the Astros. Mm-hmm. Think about what that does to his psyche in general, because I mean, he got lit up by the Nats in in that Game Five, that decisive Game Five, which was well, awesome. For you us. Know, the Nats weren't yeah. cheat; <laughs> they just no, did exactly. that <laughs> exactly.
0: But like and the fact that they beat those cheaters. Oh, I god. mean oh my god yeah. they went they 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 went in there but see it, it just makes the nats accomplishment all that more grand that yeah. despite cuz every and that's the other thing this was the worst kept secret in major league baseball oh, yeah. that the that the astros were cheating you know and on top of that since the nats had swept out the cardinals they had plenty of time to a week sit there, yeah, and figure yeah. out what they were gonna do well, to counter this whole cheating thing.
2: Well, not not only not only that, the the week off also helped in this way, that they were actually a, they they actually sent scouts to go watch those yes. final games yeah. uh, between the Astros and Yankees. Yep. And yeah. they 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 had they had already been tipped. Uh, they they had already they had yeah, already been the tipped. Red Sox that, and that was the a Dodgers post- told them. Yeah, they, they had already been tipped that that was a possibility. So during, I, I want to say game six. I don't remember if it was if it was like at some point during the game or if it was after the game. But the scouts actually went uh, to the areas that they had been notified about uh, the, the the center field camera and all of that, and they did a kind of like a their own sweep uh, to kind of see what kind of what kind of shenanigans, like if anything kind of looked off or, or different. Or, or whatever the case may be, um, when, when uh, they, when the Scots went to go uh, watch that game, mm-hmm. and, and, and that just goes to show, and, and, and that all of that went into the preparation of having all of the, all of the, every pitcher and every catcher memorize basically five sets of signs mm-hmm. that they yeah. could basically go to at at any point you know like if 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 uh if um gomes or Suzuki ever you know notice something like oh it seems like it you know, it seems like they're uh you know they're they're uh, they're sitting on the off speed stuff but they're you, you know then they could say, okay hey we'll you know we'll go to the the next the next thing see mm-hmm. I just thought of something
1: and and it's i i really doubt it, but like <laughs> so the nats. Win the first two in Houston, right? And then proceed to new, lose the next three in D.C. but Then go back to Houston and win the next two to win to win the series. Is it possible? Now, I'm not calling the Nats cheaters. I want you to guys to know that up front. But is it possible that Davey Martinez was like, listen, we know these fuckers are cheating, right? And they normally get away with it at home. So let's not put all our effort into winning at home. Let's embarrass them at home in front of them with all these new signs that we have, so they can't use their cheating thing and they panic. well Like I doubt it because like it, it just makes it a better story. Cause like yeah. it would have been even better if they had just swept them at home. That would have been great. Yeah well, but be. like
0: well, what was it Herm Edwards said, you play to win the yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No they anybody. I don't think you'd ever find
2: a professional I don't think you'll ever find a professional that's like, oh yeah, let I like to I like to be on the edge of losing possibly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: because on top of that too, man, just imagine because I've I've heard talk radio say this and I and I've put a lot of thought into it too. Just imagine what would be going on in this city right now if the Nats had lost, and then we found out that they got cheated out of this. Yep. Imagine the outrage. Like like. Dude, you want to talk about like that something that might have unified all of DC. Like it, yeah. it, like people might have been like Republican, Democrat, all might have been going to Trump being like you need to do some shit about this now cuz he loves yeah. sticking his nose in the business that it doesn't belong. So be like you need to fix his baseball thing right now and he's like I'm stripping the Astros of their title cuz they're cheaters. Like that that would have unified everyone in this country.
2: <laughs> I uh <clears throat> I think we would have seen the first appearance of Triple Bird Lunsford if oh, that were the case. dude, dude you like it, it would be
1: <laughs> it would sound like it would sound like like a Pentecostal church, man. I would just be like lighting, just <laughs> yelling and screaming. There might be like sn- I might be snake handling, dude. I would have lost my mind. Like, but honestly, like I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, we I, we were lucky enough that we got two championships in a two-year period, right? We got the Caps and then the Nats. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said. Like, I still, in my heart, I, the Caps one meant more to me because I I love the Caps. Like, the Nats are my favorite baseball team because they're D.C., but I love the Caps. I've been a Caps fan since I was I was little. But, like, when I really break it down, the Nats one was more impressive. And the Nats one was is, was more like it's a better story when you really look at it because of all of the extra stuff that's come out after it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's... The Caps one is still great, I and mean, it was still, like, one of the greatest moments that I remember as an adult. But, like, yeah, to say that, like, your team beat the, the most notorious cheaters yeah. in baseball since the since the Black Sox scandal of, what was that, 1918? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's that's a big deal. And, like, just to kind of tie up my, my say on this, and I want to give you guys a chance to do it, that— I'm going back to what we said a couple weeks ago. The thing that, that sticks with me the most, and there's an article in the Washington post and it's written by Mike Bolsinger. Mike Bolsinger is a former pitcher for the Toronto blue Jays. Um, He is suing the Houston Astros because Bolsinger, was a relief pitcher who came up from triple a, had a great season in triple a pitched for the Astro or pitched against the Astros for the blue Jays in August. And he got lit the fuck up in August and um, John Boy, that's his Twitter handle, um, the guy who has been all over this, has detailed video evidence of this guy pitching against the Astros. And you can hear the trash can banging and every single slider um, is just crushed like they kn- like they knew exactly what was coming. And his career was ruined because of this cheating scandal. He was sent back down to AAA and never got a chance at the big leagues ever again.
2: Yeah. He had to and go we, over to Japan in order yeah. to in order to uh make money to support yeah. his family. Yeah. He was I'm, completely ousted from the big leagues. Yeah. Because, because of that game. Because of that game. Yeah.
1: How many other careers were ruined because they cheated? How many illegitimate contract extensions were signed because the Astros cheated? How many pitchers I mean like we don't know for sure. But Clayton Kershaw may be a shell of his former self because of that. Because he had the best year of his career and he's like, man, we got this. I'm bringing a championship home to, for the Dodgers, one of the most um, revered franchises in all of major league baseball. And then they get crushed by this Astros team. that seemed like they knew every pitch was coming and it Mm -hmm. turns out they did, you know, like I could see where a dude like that would not be able to get his confidence back to the way it was after something like that. I mean, couldn't you?
0: Well, you know, if, You understand that you got cheated. I mean, it's one thing if, wow, they were in my head. Somehow they just, no, you know, they cheated. You know, I mean, that you can get beyond that. I mean, especially if you're a pitcher of that caliber, you know. I mean, you recognize that you were on top of your game. It's just the variables were different. You know, yeah. so, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, I, I, you know, if you if you roll over to something like that, you know, well, you know, maybe you're not that good a pitcher after all. I mean, you gotta I got to cheat it, you. you know, yeah. plain and simple. And, you know, it, shoot, all the Dodgers should be pissed. Hell, I heard Cody Bellinger was like, Ooh. basically says everyone knows they stole that ring from us. You know, yeah. it's like it's
1: like, damn. We called them all out. He was like he was like Aaron Judge should have been MVP that year. Over uh, yeah. Bregman. Um, what is it, Altuve? Yeah. Or Altuve. Yeah, I can't... Uh, either, either Altuve or Bregman. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. I thought Judge but, um, was the guy, too, personally. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that was the other thing, too, is, like, w- with all of this, these guys are, are, little by little, some of them are apologizing. But, like, I'm, I'm going sh- yeah, yeah, to be... Because if they're not saying, yeah,
2: because, if, if, yeah. like... They, I mean, like the, the, the apologies for me, they just—they sound empty because they're not, like, you're not saying what you're sorry for. You know? Yeah, like you like, I, I would be happy if 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 they, if it were just a sorry we got caught. They're just giving like this <laughs> like this this dollar store general brand apology. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is gonna change me for the better, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I've learned. I've done a lot of experience. thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I have a, spiritu- I have a spiritual advisor. He yeah, has some bullshit <laughs> well, like that. It, it,
0: it's understandable. I mean, you know, it, it reminds me actually a lot of uh, the creators that didn't get any credit. You know, for years Bob Kane was the only person who was recognized as having done anything with Batman, and you know, he 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 really couldn't even had he wanted to, um, and he uh, couldn't have said well. Actually, Bill Finger had a lot to do with this. Jerry Robinson had a lot to do with this, you know, because there was money involved. You know, if you acknowledge that these guys had a hand in the creation of this character that is in a position to earn all this money, you know, you have bolstered the case. Of the heirs of these, well, Jerry Robinson was alive until a couple of years ago. But you know, you, the heirs of these people, or the 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 individuals themselves, if they want to sue, you know, it's like, oh, hey, yeah, well, you know, hell, uh, Bob Kane said that I deserved credit for doing this, and you know, so now I want to get paid. I mean, it's a similar kind of thing with the uh, asterisks, because you know, they, if they acknowledge the role that cheating had in their success. All they're doing is opening themselves up for maybe Major League Baseball to vacate the title for 2017. You know, it's like, oh, Oh. yeah, well, especially the more they talk about how big an impact the cheating had. You know, all it it virtually begs the league to take some punitive action against them. You know, I mean, they got to shut up. It's in their best interest.
2: They've got immunity, so maybe maybe not.
1: What What immunity? I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was just. I think I'm asking the same question you are. What immunity you're talking
2: about? Oh, I mean that's how that's how baseball was able to get them to talk. That's how they found out. Even the information that they know was because uh, the players were granted immunity. It's why all the all the. Sanction, all the punishments and stuff that have come down have all been
0: against for the team and against yeah, the, the team manager and, like and the, executives yeah, yeah. and all that. Well, okay. Still it, it, it's, it's the same kind of thing. What you're telling me is the individual players can't be held responsible, which is fine, but they can still vacate your title. I mean, and hell, they lost draft picks and stuff I behind. Think that, this. I don't even think they're going to do mean,
2: that though. Cause I feel like they would have, if they were going to,
0: well I thought what was it a monetary fine? I mean I thought they, they lost some draft picks. There was yeah, a monetary they, they got, fine. they you lost pinch the had to quit, you know.
2: Yeah, uh, the, it was uh, it was like the I think it was like the stiff it was like 500,000 or something like that. I forget what the, the, the money the monetary one was, but they lost their first and second round draft picks for yeah. this year and, and this year and next year. Yeah, but th- I mean, the reason I don't think baseball is going to actually do anything either is, is because they, I mean, judging from everything, they seemed in, they seemed invested in protecting them, you know, just well, because of the language that they were used, the fact that they didn't mention uh, codebreaker or in, like, it, like it, it is like Mike was uh, saying earlier about how, um, like with the Ray Rice thing, how th- you know they said they didn't know about the tape, and they was like, oh, they knew about it for months. You know, they code breaking all this stuff that they, you know, they said uh, all the, they said all these front office people weren't involved and it was a one year thing. And we know all that to not be true. So I unless they unless they, I mean, I, I don't think they would even go that route unless there happened to be some sort of blowback on uh, uh, on um, baseball with with Manfred. Because if you think about with football, that's when Goodell and them were really levying those heavy fines when they were feeling public pressure, like, oh, we need to send a message and, you know, our PR looks bad. Like baseball, baseball looks bad now, but it's not it's not to the extent of like an NFL. You know, they there's no public pressure right now that is going to incentivize or motivate them that they really need to do anything like vacate the title.
1: well the thing that the thing that got me more so than anything else is that like i don't know if, if you guys ever got in trouble for like lying when you were a kid but like my dad always told me just just come out with it because the if you lie about one thing and then you're covering everything else up but you admit to one and then we find out that you're lying about the rest it's just gonna get worse like now's the time to come clean about the whole thing i feel like that's what needs to happen but they're only giving, oh, you caught us for this one thing. So that's all we're going to admit. We're not going to tell you about the other things that we did, but I don't feel like it's going to get worse for them. I feel like Major League Baseball is like, well, we did what we we did our investigation and that's all we found. So that's all we can punish them for. Like, it's I'm I'm just I'm I'm really hoping that baseball fans turn on them. I'm hoping it's like a like a WWE event when the Astros visit other teams and, like, you know how, like, um, if a bad guy is, like, on the mic talking at wrestling events, they will just start chanting asshole. Like, I, I hope that that's what it is when the Astros come up. Like, they just chant asshole at them all game. Like, cause that would be fantastic. And, like, first off, it would be hilarious to watch because you, you the censors would probably want to, like, censor that out. I don't know how they would do it, but I just, like, I feel like we're never actually going to get the real truth of what they did and what they didn't do. And, like, it, it's – you're going to have to be, like, patting down players. You're going to have to be checking the cameras to make sure that there's no illegal feeds. I mean, like, if anything, it's going to hopefully wake baseball up to to the the 21st century because they're still stuck a, a century ago.
0: Well, on the one hand, um, I, I, you know, Mike, I, I – well, at first, Brooks, I, I hear what you're saying. But in the same breath as you're saying Major League Baseball isn't doing anything – you're talking about the monetary fine that they levied against the team, the fact that the manager, you know, who sort of steered them through, you know, to, well, to the most success the Houston Astros have ever enjoyed, had to quit. Uh, the fact that they've been stripped of draft picks. All those things are a lot of things. Now, um, you know, vacating the title would be, that would be a, a much bigger step. And I personally feel like it's warranted. Um, I also understand what you're saying about public pressure, uh, because, yeah, there was a lot of public pressure on the NFL during that Ray Rice thing. But I remind you that Ray Rice has not played a fucking down the football since then. Yeah. You know, for anything. He's worked out for some teams, but nobody has had the stones to sign him. And, you know, that that incident ended his professional career. Um, the other thing I just want to point out is that the way that, I mean, people, people don't get, well, uh, people get mad at stuff. And certainly if you're a fan of the Dodgers or if you're a fan of the Yankees, you know, you're, you're hurting and, you know, people don't like Americans in particular don't like cheaters. I mean, you know, on one, on the one hand, yeah, you know, all right, if you're, you Avoiding paying taxes. Some people will say, "Oh, you're being smart. You've got your money in these offshore accounts. You're avoiding paying taxes." But then there are going to be other people who feel that you're not paying your fair share. Um, but the way the the social media has changed the way that people express outrage. Time was. If you got mad about something, you know, you might call your congressman or write a letter or, you know, you write a letter to, you know, whoever it was, you know, like, you know to, the, to the baseball team or you write a letter to the Houston Asterix's and, and expressing your anger. And, you know, a bunch of people write letters or they call the team or whatever. You know, now somebody's going on their Twitter feed and saying this stuff. Somebody's going on Facebook or something or, you know, putting a picture on Instagram or something like that, you know, which it it might make the person who's angry feel a little better and provide them with an opportunity to vent. But in terms of a a directed expression of that anger that could potentially impact the situation, like a letter to the team you know, where they're inundated with mail from fans and from baseball people. And, you know, that causes them to say, wow, we got to address this. No, it's not effective. And so but people aren't thinking about that in terms of these expressions. Uh, You know, all they're thinking about is, well, I just want to blow off some steam or share how I feel. So, um, you know, and and there does seem to be a fair amount of of pressure. I mean, because ba- other teams, baseball players, you know, certainly Cody Bellinger, if he's got anything to say about it. He's pretty upset. You know, I mean, you know, the media also, you know, that continues to report on this stuff with the new developments. So, I mean, it, it's not going away, and who knows. Yeah. What major league baseball is ultimately going to be compelled to do? I mean, I think they want to avoid, you know, because what they're, this is their product and they want to try and protect the integrity of their product. And so it's really not in their best interest to do something like vacate a championship. I mean, that would be, you know, I, 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 I believe that that black Sox thing. Yeah you know, they vacated it, you know, then, you know, but I don't believe that major league baseball has taken that kind of action in over a century, basically. I mean, you know, if you do something like that, I mean, you know, that it's going to cause a serious crisis of confidence in the game itself. You know, I mean, maybe in the long run, it helps shore that up because, you know, fans are like, well presented with this problem, Major League Baseball ultimately took some definitive action, excuse me, to try and solve it. And and certainly, that would tend to demonstrate to any other club that might want to employ uh, the electronic devices to cheat, you know, to say, hey, there are some pretty severe penalties if you want to try and do this, and you're not going to get away with it. So, um, you know, I mean, but I, I, I think that we got to see how the whole thing plays out. But, you know, right now, I, I just don't see that Major League Baseball really has any incentive to take action that is that would be perceived as being drastic or possibly even excessive.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's that that's the thing is like it's. You're never gonna. I mean, you can't please all the people all the time, sort of thing. Like it's. I feel like there's gonna be people who are outraged about this no matter what, and and no amount of punishment is going to amount to what. Some
0: of are Astros fans too.
1: Yeah. I mean, just imagine <laughs> that. Imagine how how betrayed you would feel if you found out that your team was doing something like that.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, I it would be no it would be gut wrenching.
0: I would yeah. surely burn my World Series gear. It's like how you know how could how can you boost that championship? You know, yeah. knowing what you know, knowing how they got it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's like damn. It's like we stole something. Yeah, know?
2: yeah.
1: I agree. I, yeah.
2: I, I think for me, just the the thing I want I want more, more than anything is just some honesty and transparency from the people involved. You know, baseball likes to the, they they like to the, to tout this this thing of you know we we are very big on on integrity and rules of the game and you know you don't want to insult the game the game is so sacred it's the most important thing so on and so forth and yet the people touting it are not upholding that at all yeah and just hoping it blows over so it makes them look like huge hypocrites so i, yeah. I would just because uh, cause, uh who's what's the the catcher um that we both hate <laughs> brian mccann <laughs> yeah, yeah he you know he's who's been... that
0: catcher we both hate
2: <laughs>
1: dude yuli you didn't hear it man i i went off on brian mccann for like a good solid five minutes because like i mean he played for your yankees so i'm sure there's a little bit of love for him but at the same time brian mccain brian brian mccann was one of those like I'm the protector of the game. You don't stare down your home runs. You don't look at them with admiration. You run around the base pads. You know, you don't bat flip because if you do, then our pitcher is going to hit you. Like he was one of those assholes, right? in your right?
2: face, again your face. Oh yeah. Now that you step on home plate.
1: Yeah. Like that yeah, like that kind of dick, right? So MC sent the splits of what Brian McCann's batting average was in the World Series both home and away and he batted 360 something at home and 067 while he was on the road. So um yeah, exactly. Brian McCann can can fuck off for, as far Wait, as I'm was concerned. Was that McCann? That was McCann. Yeah. That was McCann. Yeah, when you sent the stats that was that, it was him. He was the one that had the biggest jump in batting average difference between home and away splits. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty big Joe. Yeah. Now, in his defense, which is shocking, right? I'm going to defend him, right? Like um there was a story that came out uh from Bleacher Report that says that the the biggest instigator in all of this was Carlos Beltran, who was going to be the manager of the Mets but was ended up ended up getting mm. fired. Well, um, he was
0: actually, yeah, he was the manager of the Mets. Yeah, He
1: just didn't actually get to manage the mess. Yeah, They're never managed a game, yeah.
0: Um, so this
1: is this is what it says. It says, not only was Carlos Beltran considered a driving force behind the Houston Astros' sign-ceiling scandal, but former teammates also said he refused to change when confronted by Brian McCann. He disregarded it and steamrolled everybody, a member of the 2017 Astros said of Beltran's response to McCain's concern, uh, McCann's concerns per Ken Rosenthal and Evan uh, Drellich of The Athletic. Uh, Where do you go if you're a young, impressionable player with the Astro and this guy says, we're doing this? What do you do? Beltran was the only player named in the official MLB report on the investigation, which said he and a group of players first came up with the system to decode opposition signs. The 42 year old was hired uh, to manage the New York Mets this offseason, but the two sides parted ways after details emerged um in 2018 and 19 he worked for the yankees but overall his impact was minimal is what brian cashman has to say but mccann who was reportedly not involved in the scandal also had conversations in which he denied any cheating by the team so even though mccann was like hey man maybe we should stop this he also has never come out and said oh he denied that the team cheated at all so like i still don't trust him i still think that like the numbers don't lie you know you don't hit 67 away from home and then hit over 300 when you're when you're at home like it just doesn't the numbers don't add up and like if you're if you're really involved in something like that like and you're not gonna say anything like that's yeah i'm not giving him a free pass on this one like it's it's fucked up that beltran because i used to really respect beltran because he was such a good player but like i mean now i'm wondering was he doing this shit his whole career
2: maybe yeah yeah it's can, can, it can, we also, can we also talk about one other thing i know we're gonna wrap up soon but talk about one other ridiculous thing with aj hench um i don't remember if it was that bleacher report article or if it was somewhere else where they they talk about uh hench apparently not being on board with it but his his uh the way he tried to rebel against the sign stealing that he apparently uh, didn't know about at first and then didn't agree with was to, what was it, like destroy monitors or something like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what y'all, that that sounds, it just sounds ridiculous to me. Just and, dist- and, destroying and computer know, monitors. Yeah, and like. I know that there's a whole thing, like, I don't, I mean, I can't, I can't speak, would you guys say that baseball is a sport where, like, um, where players would have more uh, power in an organization than a manager, like a star player? I know that yeah. that's the case in, in, you know, the others, but I watch baseball or know about baseball less than I do the others. So I, would, I a lot
1: of times. Yeah, I would I would say for sure. Like. Um, yeah, because like if you if you go back to when the Nats had Matt Williams as their uh, manager. Well, he um, was
0: a particularly weak manager also. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah he, Yeah. Um, but like a perfect example is at one point, um, Jason Wirth was pissed because he came in um, to the to the clubhouse and saw the roster on the wall and he wasn't on there. And he kind of flipped his shit and he was just like, were you not? Why didn't you tell me? You should have told me this last night, which is what you're supposed to do, you know, because I could have come in later. I could have gotten some rehab done. I came here expecting to like start stretching and getting ready for the game. And Williams like wouldn't even talk to him. And like Jason Worth like flipped his shit and he was like, hey, Matt, can you tell me when it was that you lost the clubhouse because no one fucking likes you? Like and the ownership basically backed Worth the whole time. Instead of Williams, but everybody fucking hated Williams, anyways. So. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I I. guess. I guess it was just. I don't know. It just, it just. It just. feels weird to me that. A manager in this case would have no power. Like in the in the in the event that it's true that Hinch was just a, passenger, who had no choice but to go along with it. It just. It feels weird that he he wouldn't have had. Any anyone, whether it's a manager, whether it's any of the execs above him or whether it's just his own power as the manager to just kind of not put a stop to it, like uh, like he claims that he, you know, wanted to.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's bullshit, personally, like what kind of what kind of leader are you when your people don't even listen to you? If you know, because that's the thing is if they're doing something wrong and you're the one in charge, you end that shit. Right there, right then and there, unless ownership is saying, AJ, shut the fuck up and take your World Series ring. You know, this is going to be good for your career. In
2: in which case, in which case, what would be like, what would be the incentive to not disperse that information now? Like if I have to liken it to something, I would kind of liken it to um, the argument I used to I, I used to make with with. Uh, Shannon with the the apparent power struggle between Shanahan and Snyder uh, for those four years, which is, you know, there's all this narrative. There's all this stuff about, uh, uh, you know, Shanahan having to acquiesce to the power of the owner when the language of the contract Shanahan had more power than anyone else. As far as decision-making that he, he, he didn't have to take any, he, he, there was nothing legally speaking that would have required him to uh, to like acquiesce to the the owner's desires. <laughs> to get the power
0: yeah. in that case. Wait a minute, wait, 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 dude! You're you're totally forgetting that this is a contract that he basically signed with the owner.
2: You know? No, 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 I, I, I know. Stuff. Wait, you heard no, of the has no, the, but,
0: but, but, the gold but, makes the rules. No, honestly, I think a better example would be you look at uh, Tom Brady. And uh, Bill Belichick in New England, you know, because that's a situation where Brady's got more power than the freaking coach. I mean, they said, oh, yeah, the guy Garoppolo packing, big. you know, yeah. and Garoppolo, he's the future. You know, that's crazy. There's no way you let that guy go. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, damn, you know. So it, just, I,
1: it just shows that, like, if you have a shitty owner, it doesn't take much for them to just. You usurp, usurp all your power. Like it sucks to be you, man. I don't like your decision, yeah. so I'm uh, yeah.
0: Because yeah, uh, Tom Brady, I mean, this guy is a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Five years after he quits, no question about it. I mean, it, he's already being anointed basically as the greatest quarterback of all time. He is 22 legend, years old. Yeah, but he's a legend in in Massachusetts. I mean this guy is never going to have to buy another dinner, he's never going to have to buy another drink. You know, I mean it's he's revered, you know? So when you've got a guy who's got that kind of juice, I mean now I'll grant you New England fans, hey, you know, they ought to talk to, you know, fans of the freaking Chicago Bulls, you know, because you want your team to continue being good even after your star player leaves you know, is, is really what it is. That's if you're really trying to have a true dynasty. So I, I would hope that somebody looks at Bill Belichick and the job that he's done and says, hey, wait a minute. You know, as you point out, Brady is 43 or whatever in the hell it is. You know, he can't possibly. And And frankly, after what I saw in the playoffs this season, I am got to believe it's sooner rather than later, you know, but I had been saying, God, how long can this guy continue playing at this level? You know, but, um, you know, you can surely see light at the end of that tunnel now. And there's some decisions that are going to have to be made. But I think the problem with professional sports is, um, you know, people, ownership, uh, front office, fans, whoever, they make the wrong decision. They, they make these emotional choices. They choose the wrong people to back. And, you know, if, if you're, if what you're looking for is longevity, then you need to look at the people who are going to give you that, or at least the people who are not going to give you that. And why do you back the 43 year old guy? If what you're looking for is for your team to be good five years from now, unless you're thinking, Oh, well, this guy is going to suddenly become a coach. You know, to rival this other guy who's been coaching this team, you know, so long that we've got what do they got five rings, six rings, whatever the hell it is they've got now. You know, I mean, you know, you you can't make emotional decisions. Huh?
1: Well, now that we're talking about football, I think this is a good a good segue here, because, I mean, let's let's kind of put the bow on the on the whole Astros thing. It's. I'm I'm really going to be curious how the season plays out, because what's really an interesting, like, footnote to this is the spring training facility in oh, Florida, in West, in West Palm them. Beach. <laughs> yeah, the Astros and the Washington Nationals share a spring training facility. So that's going to be really, really interesting, especially because uh, the Astros' new manager, former Nationals manager, Dusty Baker. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yep. it's... It's all sorts of weird and and wild shit going on there in in West Palm Beach for the next uh, month or so.
2: Constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. People will come, Ray. People will most definitely come.
0: Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.
2: This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice (laughs) Bag. Yeah, boy.